Welcome to the Hey Babe podcast. I'm Mary. And I'm Caitlin. And we're here just chatting about all the things near and dear to our hearts. So grab your favorite beverage because we're going to go deep and have some fun. (laughs) Oh my gosh, join us. Hey babes, we have missed our podcasting time and it was only one week off. I know. It feels like seven. (laughs) It literally felt like seven. We record um, the night before we launch our podcast every week and last week when we were set to record, um, there was the complete upheaval at the Capitol. Yeah. Which we'll get back to, I'm sure, at some point during this podcast, but um, we'll hold off for just a second because... Mary, you have some news. Yes. um, (laughs) We are moving. And it's not so much the news that we're moving, because I think I've been sharing that on our um, Instagram lately, but it's where we're moving that is a fun... (laughs) As I take a ship. Ship. (laughs) A sip of my champagne. It's where we're moving. That's the big news. We are literally moving seven houses away from Caitlin. (laughs) Yay! You guys, it's... Okay, we're going to have to share the video of when I found out. Yes. Mary tricked me. We'll go into that whole story. But, um, yeah, it's so exciting. We've been looking in her neighborhood for a while, and we just it's just so exciting that this is all finally happening. Yeah. I mean, it's been a journey. It's It's been a journey. <laughs> it's been a journey. Yeah. So, and, you know, and I totally believe in in good things, I believe that all things happen as they should. Yes. In this case. And, um, you know, we kind of got frustrated losing a couple of houses in that same neighborhood that we wanted to be in. And then now just to find out, like, this is this is so how it was supposed to meant, you know, meant to be. Yeah. Like Mia. Was that Mia or Reese? It's like, <clears throat> I can see her bedroom from my window. Like our I just I'm like obviously most excited for Mary and I and um, our husbands. But like the kids are to be able to like live that close to your like yeah. close friends is so cool. I grew up in the country. I didn't have that experience. So I'm so like, I didn't have that experience at all. I did not have neighborhood friends. I did not either. I did not did grow up. Not? We, yeah. Well, we grew up in like when I was little, like they're, like our kids' age. Yeah. We were, Um, I, I think my mom will laugh when I say this if she listens. Like we were kind of in a snobby neighborhood and uh-huh. it was all, it was rather large lots. So <laughs> rather large, rather large <laughs> lots. And so like, Running next door to your neighbor, like that wasn't like a a thing. Yes, (laughs) like that wasn't a thing. Yeah. And I so, I remember as a child, like I know you're supposed to be so grateful for being given so much, but I was like, I just want to have like somebody literally, like I want to see their front door. Yeah. But that was just not how, that was not how we grew up. That's, so yeah, me too. I grew up in a, (laughs) you know, everyone had, you know, more land and it was like older people, and so I didn't have any neighbors. I just had my brothers. So I'm so excited for our kids just to have that. Oh my experience. gosh! Like I'm already like, what kind of Fourth of July block parties can we throw? Seriously, you guys are moving in, and then there's a couple. There's one other house for sale. We have oh, new neighbors. Another house. Like there's like a bunch of stuff happening in our neighborhood right now, and it's I feel like so there's exciting. just a bunch of. And by the way, young... when we say like this neighborhood, it's like one street long. Yeah. So it's not even like. But... <laughs> But it is so fun. And the way that the street goes, because Caitlin and our house will now be on the same side of the street, but it like kind of curves. So we can literally get like a straight visual shot to each other's house instead of like having to like walk out to the middle of the street to see. It's going to be so fun. I know. I'm so... So fun. So crazy. Yeah. So exciting. And our kids are so lucky. I know. And my (laughs) um, Hillary, who was behind me, my friend, she's like, 
I was just talking to her about it and she was so excited. She's like, now we're really going to have to build that. Have you guys seen on Pinterest that thing in the back fence that you can build if you like, like your neighbors where it's like a table that folds out of your fence. Oh, so like yeah. both, you can be like, it's like a, out of a good neighbor fence. And yeah. she's like, and then we'll have to have big barbecues. And I'm yeah. Like, Gosh, won't that be nice when COVID so is... So much fun. I know. So much fun. And uh, even though COVID is currently still raging, um, I did hear some exciting news. You know, I like to update you on the news. Yeah. Mary, that... Mary let me throw it to our anchor, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> this was some really exciting news that, that even though Christmas wasn't great, it was not the blaze of fury that they were expecting it to be. Because they scared the shit out of people, right? Yeah. So. I mean, hello, yeah. we didn't do anything with our families no. for Christmas. So so that it, it made a difference. And that's so exciting. That's, that like, yeah. Because remember after Thanksgiving, they were kind of like, okay, everybody cross your fingers that this works out. And then Thanksgiving two weeks later was a complete Nightmare. disaster. And it's still, it's not great. I'm not trying to, I'm, I don't have rose-colored glasses as far as that goes. But it was not the fury that they expected it right, to like be. Right, like our ICU beds are at. Uh, 28% capacity in Sonoma County. Is yes, that right? so our Sonoma County ones are actually really good, which is kind of mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. However, our um, case rate is the highest it's ever been. Oh. So that's kind of like... Yeah. So that means people are testing positive more than they have, but they are not occupying ICU beds. Okay. So take that for what it is. Yeah, but, a lot of young um, people testing but positive. But listen, yeah. like so many people are getting vaccinated. And okay. I know, I know that there's also like a so many people haven't been vaccinated, but Caitlin, Caitlin has some exciting news on Caitlin, her side. Yeah. Talking about myself in the third person, um, I'm getting vaccinated tomorrow. I'm getting my first shot, um, which I'm really excited about. Um, my husband got his first shot last week, and he's getting his next shot next week. And I'm just, I don't know, it just feels like okay, we're doing this. And you, actually, it's it's. I didn't even know I was eligible as a therapist. I thought I was gonna have to wait to the next round. But I reached out to my doctor, and because I do see people yeah, face-to-face, absolutely. she's like, yep. So, You um, think you're getting the vaccine tomorrow? I'm actually going <laughs> to slip in there. I'm going to lock you in your car somehow and walk in and get that. What? No. Stealing your ID. Yeah. yeah. I'm just – I'm so excited to get my shots. someday. Well, we can just pretend you're a therapist too. And yeah. You don't have to – I'm sure you don't have to show credentials or anything. <laughs> no. I mean, no. Um, no, I'm very excited for you though. Yeah. I think it's just also because of Tony's risk level and because I am truly, I don't see a lot of clients in person, but I do see, I think two or three on my caseload right now due to different reasons. I do see them in person and I want to be able to protect them too. Yeah. And you are. Yeah. Yeah. And our parents medical essential childcare for us because, because of our jobs, they do, they, they help out a lot. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited. That's, I mean, I'm a, I am don't even think I'm nervous. I'm not really nervous. I'm really? just more thinking of, um, I'm a little nervous that I'm not going to feel great tomorrow and I have like six clients. So that oh. would be my concern. I think um, it'd be fine. But Tony said he didn't feel anything. He felt totally fine. Yeah. I think that's just so exciting. Yeah. So exciting. I know. Um, it feels like a step forward. Absolutely. Yeah. And real progression in where our children are going and where our, yeah. Yeah. And the fact that, like, I'm just going to send all my kids over to Mary's when I go grocery shopping. <laughs> She's like, Fuck you, <laughs> I'm just going to keep ordering Instacart so you can do that. <laughs> I know, true. But sometimes I go to the grocery store just to, not so much now because it's not relaxing, but just to have a reason. To no, I hear house. you. I hear you. Um, but yeah. Very exciting. I know. It's all very exciting stuff. On the heels of what would probably be considered a really difficult week for our country. Yeah. yeah. So, and I know we don't want to like 
go crazy into that because people are well aware of what's going on. Or maybe on. needing a break from all Yeah, the maybe you need a break from all that information. But um, but I think it would uh, be a disservice if we didn't at least touch on it yeah. because it's massive. And in fact, as we record this, um, President Trump has been impeached now for the second time, which if that's confusing to anybody, impeached does not mean like you're removed from the Oval Office. I wish it did. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but he is now the only president in history to have ever been impeached twice. That's Which insane. I think is a pretty big... Um, I mean, it's actually not insane. It makes perfect sense, but it... Yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah. yeah. Surprised you only did it twice, I right. guess. Right. Um, but, yeah, so now so now it goes to, um, you know, there there has to be, like, evidence brought in for basically a, a hearing, if you will. And there's so many other steps, but the objective is, of course, to make him ineligible to run again. Right, because so many people, so many people like, will ask, why does this even matter? He's leaving in five, six days. So. Yeah. But it does matter because he's he is... It's like grossly incompetent, right? So Yeah, and he's making it known that he does plan to run again. Ugh. So it, there is a stopping point with, you know, a, this impeachment um, path. So anyway, and I'm just like, I'm just going to say it. And like, I'm just so tired of feeling like I have to be sensitive to what other people feel. Like, I don't want to like come out as like anti-Trump in case somebody who listens like I'm anti-Trump and like, (laughs) yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Like for me, and I've said this all along and I I think you feel the same. It's about, it's not even about politics. It has nothing to do with politics. Humanity and, and being a good human and a good person and a, or a decent person and caring about other people and caring that everybody gets equal opportunity, no matter what race they are or what ethnicity they are or sexuality they are. Amen. That's not happening with our current president. So if you don't like it, if, if, if you don't like that we're vocal about our anti-Trumpness, then <laughs> that's okay. You don't have to like it. But I'm, I'm just not going to stay quiet about it. Yeah, no. I mean, how I mean, can you at this point? Yeah. yeah, we haven't. But but yes, I think actually staying quiet about it makes us just kind of in that camp of, um, you know. Compli- the, compli- is it complicit or yeah, complacent? Yeah. yeah. Who wants to be complicit to this yeah. situation? Like, complicit what, and complacent, I guess. And complacent. Yeah. Who, who is okay with what happened in the Capitol last week in support there, of him? No, are. I mean, I know there are people, <laughs> but like. But I know what you're saying. Like, I mean, I'm not even trying. Like, you're you're likely not our people. Right. Like, that is not okay to um, show to us, to show to our children, to show to our, the future, to show to that anyone that that behavior is all right. No. So, um, you know, we're just like I'm just tired of having to shield my children from. Okay, I do think in general, kids shouldn't watch a lot of news. But I, but more so than ever in this past four years, it's like this whole. Like, okay, you really feel like you can't turn on the news because it's the leader of our country up there saying hateful things and hurtful things and harmful things. And it's just, I think that's a very good point. I think by all accounts in normal times, in real, in like this not completely bizarre um, uh, nightmare that we're in, I would absolutely want my children to listen to the president of the United States because usually... They're, they are presenting, you know, um, positive remarks. Values that we can, Exactly. I mean, Republican and Democrat, Mm -hmm. this is not a party line issue, right? Like they're normally trying to rise our country, bring our children up, Mm -hmm. bring, you know, and not, not ever speak ill of anyone else or, oh my gosh, I'm so horrified. Anyway. Yeah. Listen, I'm sure you all are too. So. You're probably tired of talking about this. We don't, we don't need to to beat a dead horse on this one, but it is, 
Um, it's, and it's unfolding. It's all unfolding. And, and he's got just, to go. He's got to go. And I think just, I don't know, for some reason, I just, last Wednesday when we were going to record the podcast and we're like, nope, not going to do it. Um, we, I don't know, I just went home and I just, I I loved harder on my family. I really did. Yeah. I felt like, God. Like he is, will not win. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is our time to rise above and and also kind of look the other way in the sense of like he's leaving in a week. Like yeah. at this point he is leaving in a week. There's nothing we as like citizens can do about that. Right. So I, I mean I hope that all of the um, you know, Senate Judiciary Committee can like help us out here and take care of what they're gonna take care of. But and I we just have hope to... nothing else violent happens. Like that's Absolutely. What, you know, I don't I don't I don't live in fear. I don't I know a lot of people are are I'm very nervous very about yeah. nervous. I try to because embody the, this idea of like we just don't know what's going to happen it's the future yeah. is uncertain but I hope that people will move forward just yeah same we, we need some we need some peace here so yeah um we'll just do our part right yeah. we will do our part for positivity and um inclusivity and yeah. um yeah anyway Speaking moving of what's not peaceful what's not peaceful <laughs> My two-year-old sleep lately. Have oh, I told no. you? I feel like no. I, okay, so Mary and I haven't we we haven't seen each other. Okay, yeah. she's been selling her house. She's been <laughs> a little busy. Yeah, and so um, we've been texting, but just haven't seen each other as much as we normally do. And so I haven't even gotten to tell you that Jack has just been he has been up like in our he comes into our room in the middle of the night and he wants to lay with us i try and take him back to bed he freaks out mm. and then eventually we get him back into bed but he's up for like an hour and a half of the night we have no idea why and we're just too tired i know what we need to do is like put a monkey lock in his door do you know what that is yeah and just like but he's almost like too he's just gonna bang on the door yeah. and wake everybody he's too else smart for that. so i'm like ugh. and so um it's been really um we got to get away this weekend, which is crazy. I know to say in the midst of all this, but I got two nights of really good sleep and I feel really recharged. <laughs> totally. Um, but he's just been a little freaking terror, a sleeper. I'm not going to have a popular opinion when I say what I'm about to say. Yeah. I'm sure me. everyone's going to be like, I cannot believe you just said that to her. There's going to be a day soon when he like doesn't even want to like cuddle with you. Just like you know, no, Mary, I appreciate that perspective because that's what I told Tony. Yeah. And that's how we get through it. Like yep. we literally look at this each other is and we're like, temporary. this is gonna not. Yeah. And he, like along with other things that we're going through with him, like love love him so much. He's like can be the, oh, sweetest, the sweetest, but the evilest. Like <laughs> <laughs> but like like I keep He's got some fire in him. I keep reminding Tony, like, he's not gonna scream in our ear. Like he screams yeah. so loud when he's angry and yeah. he's anger. His big feelings reminds me a lot of my oldest. His he has such big feelings, and he doesn't know how to like handle them right now. Mm -hmm. And that's normal. He's two. He's learning. And so every time we're just like, what? Like it's so confusing. We can't parent him like we parented the the girls. And it's yeah. just we remind we're trying to remind each other at different times when one of us is stronger than the other. Like this won't last forever. No, it Everything won't. passes. It's our third. I think we know that by now. But it's just a lot. I sometimes feel bad for the girls too. Why? I mean, because I'm like, God, like, it's just not. And they don't I, need that. This is like vulnerable to say, but it's just not super peaceful in our home right now because yeah. cause I feel like he's like terrorizing everyone. Yeah, no, I get you know? that. And, yeah. and, and, and not like intentionally. He's, he's almost. He's, he's almost going through great. a phase right he's now. Going through yep. a phase. So we're walking on eggshells, and the therapist in me is like, well, don't walk on eggshells. That's yeah. the problem. But 
in order to keep everybody else being able to freaking do Zoom school and I know. Um, sleep, I feel like we have to accommodate him. So it's just, it's, it's, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. We're tired. Yeah. I, it's funny you say that because I was, I've been thinking a lot as we've been, when we were trying to get our house ready to sell and, um, that was so much more stressful than I was expecting. Yeah. Like just clearing things yeah, out like we and got staying the house. organized. Yeah. yeah. Like now we've got to move and, um, but there was a lot of that, like, you know, Reese is so much older than my other two that she is, I feel like she's the one that gets inconvenienced a lot. Yeah. And I, and I'm like, gosh, that's not fair. And then I'm like, I try to like forward think, like, I wonder how she's going to play this out in a verbal to like a friend in or her. A therapist. Or a therapist. <laughs> well, a I therapist. just, I make myself feel better yeah. by saying she's going to tell her friends, but, <laughs> but yeah, like how is this affecting her negatively? Or is this just part of who she is because... She's the oldest with two little brothers behind. Like this, it's they're the, also like this part is of the just life. Of who she is. Like I think yeah. that there's this this thing that we feel as mothers, and you don't need to even be a mom to a to mm-hmm. children. You can be a mom to dogs, or like you you feel this need to make each of their experiences perfect. Mm-hmm. And and I don't mean perfect in the sense that like her hair is perfectly curled every day, but like. How am I emotionally? How am I not <laughs> yeah. effing her up yeah. the least today? Yeah. You know, like, or what am I doing to mitigate mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. f up? And I think that, like, and this is just my perspective, and I'm sure as a therapist, you have a lot of feelings about or a lot yeah. of thoughts on this, but yeah. but I feel like one of the things is that it's not actually my job to make her life perfect. No, it's as actually a therapist, my job. I concur. <laughs> yeah, that's 100. It's accurate. actually my job to just make sure that you know she's being treated kindly mm-hmm. and she can see how we love her like and modeling those. But things. there are just things that she's going to experience because she has two little brothers who need to nap when she doesn't need to nap, and who you know, all of a sudden I'm like, you got like I'm like Reese, you've got to be quiet, and like that's not really fair to her necessarily, yeah. but that is just the role she has being. 100%. Having two little brothers. A hundred percent. And you're setting her up in, in that way. Like, I think that's beautiful because I have to say is that so often the, as parents, you're right, we try to shield our children or make everything quote unquote perfect. And then we're not letting them have real feelings and real experiences. Yeah. And then they're like, their first time they do have real feelings and real experiences outside of the home, they don't know what to do with them. Yeah. So yeah. I agree. And I, when I say I feel bad for the girls, it's sometimes it's more, it's like, I love that we have more. I, I, I very much love the idea of learning how to like live with more than one person and yeah. share and manage, you know, yeah. um, I, I think you learn how Life to lessons. be in a relationship with siblings. Like that's your first yeah. lesson on relationships, right? other than what you see with your parents too. But I think that like what I don't like and what I feel guilty about sometimes is, and I really think Tony and I are doing really well working on this is the, the, the volume, like the Mm -hmm. yelling or the frustration or the, like when we raise our voice and Mm -hmm. and like, uh, and then like, I see them like turn up the TV because they're just like, Oh great. Jack's getting in trouble again. Like, you know, and yeah, but but your what you just said even helped me pull back because my therapist said something so that resonated with me once. She's like, you know, I was talking about the same thing, the feelings of guilt around I, I don't want to be a mom who yells. I do not want to be a mom who yells. But sometimes, how do you be a mom that doesn't yell? Right? Like that's she and she said that. She's like, You're setting yourself up for unrealistic expectations. And I'm like, You're right. But I do think sometimes being a therapist hurts me in that way because I know too much about mm-hmm. I can see that, what yeah. that causes. But 
there's real life too, right? And yeah. so um, she said, remember that kids don't remember every little exchange or experience. What they remember is the way they felt in general, like the big picture of how they felt in their home yep. and how they were loved. And so that 100. helps us, I think, you know, kind of put it in perspective that there's going to be crap days and days where there's a lot of yelling and, you know, and, and that's okay. That's I like, feel like too, it's all like about the I'm recovery. a very, um, <laughs> Chad is much more calm. Although now he's like kind of taken on my parenting. I'm a very expressive person period. Right. Yeah. So like, I mean, like even if you have ever been in one of my workout classes, like I am like raising the voice and getting really amped up. And like, that is also how I parent, like with mm -hmm. a lot, there's a lot behind it. There's a lot behind the love and there's a lot behind the yeah. like, the like, I you are freaking me out right now. You know, like not, not yeah. freaking me out, like scaring me, like you are pissing me off. Yeah. But my kids, I've already noticed because, because I don't just yell and then walk away and make them feel condemned in some way. Like I'm like, I like the volume goes up. I'm like this pat, like the passionate yeah. Italian comes out of me. <laughs> and then, and then I can, I can rope it in. And mm -hmm. like, once I can get their attention, I, there's very much like this, like, okay, you guys, next time mm -hmm. we need to do this differently. Do you understand why? Yeah. Like, I, but I think that's important. And I, I know you do that too. Yeah. So I don't think it's all bad just because you yell. Like no. you do have to get their attention. Oh. It's literally impossible yeah. to get their attention yeah. attention sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I just think it's how you finish it. It's the, in grad school, we call this the rupture and repair process. So it's like how you repair the, if you do rupture or if you have to, which not even necessarily rupturing, but if you have to raise your voice or, you know, whatever, it's how you say, here's why this happened. And here, let's try this, this, you know, differently next time. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I, I say, so, I can't tell you how many times I apologize to my kids on the daily, like, uh, sorry, mommy raised your voice. I was feeling frustrated, you know, and I just think that's, that's huge in life. Like you said last that's, time, apolo learning how to properly apologize. Like, in yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. You're, we you're very, go so deep you're very nice about apologizing on the daily. I'm usually like, well, cause um, I make a lot of mistakes. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think you know? you're, yeah, I don't think you make a lot of mistakes. I've seen you, I've seen you as a parent and I think you're, I think there are just moments when our kids just really get under our skin, oh, yeah. like, cause they know how to. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I, mean, I don't take it. I, I, I hope, I hope that it like, I'm getting across it. Like I'm not sitting in bed every night. Like, God, I'm such a shitty parent. Like no. I actually really think I'm a, I know I'm a good mom. You are a very that. good mom. And I think we're all, it, when we love our children, there's, we're all good moms. Um, but it, it just gets, um, I, because I have the perspective of being a therapist, sometimes picture, like yeah, you said, you're, how is this going to F up my kids in yeah, the future? And that's You're seeing a different point. Yes. Yes. Unhelpful. You're I seeing a different level. Of it. You've got, you've got to cut that shit out. <laughs> Cause that's not even, yeah. And it's not helping anyone. So no. And we're all going to, they're all going to be in therapy anyways. Like, I think it's funny. Like thing. now kind of when I, when I yell, if I yell, when I yell, like Reese doesn't even like really respond. Like yeah. it's just kind of like normal. Like she's, she's just like, like what? <laughs> yeah. What? It doesn't really shock her. Whereas like with Warren, cause he's still young, like at least gets his attention really yeah. quickly. And then I can, you know, stop him from jumping off whatever he's jumping off in that moment which is just driving me nuts oh. right now like oh my gosh is he into that phase he's in that where he just like climbs up everything and jumps off of it but and I don't notice it usually like he he's figured out how to be sneaky so I don't notice it till the 11th hour if yeah. you will and then and then I'm like Warren 
because I don't want him to hurt himself, yeah. obviously. But it's, it and and that still startles him. Does like he cry. Yes, he yeah. hates. Yeah, hates Same being reprimanded. Jack. I think it's a boy. Thing. It's a boy thing because honestly, when I'm, if I give two shit, if I pull like a loud <laughs> Reese, she like sometimes she'll look, sometimes yeah. she won't even look yeah. at me. What is like it? sometimes it's like what I don't even relax. Yeah. you know, like when they were little, especially the girls did not cry. <laughs> now, now that Mia's six and has big feelings, she does cry. Yeah. Oh, when we raise our voice sometimes, but I feel like Jack is like yeah. He literally said to me last night when I we um and we were calm, but we were like, you know, you cannot hit your sister in the face and like put him, you know, brought him up to his room. He literally said, I'm out of here. Oh yeah. I'm out of here. And I'm like, I looked at Tony, I was like, Did we say that to each other? I have never <laughs> once said that to you. I'm like, oh my God, where is he learning this? Yeah. And we just were like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, although you're like, it also makes sense, Jack, so good <laughs> yeah, job. Yeah, you're like, I'm out of here too, buddy. It's funny you say that this weekend, um, my Reese was saying Warren's full name in front of my parents for some reason, like she what was kind it? of jokingly, well, just like, she was just like, Warren Fillinger. Oh, yeah. And my mom like, kind of laughed, my mom kind of laughed. She didn't even, I think maybe she said Warren Luke Fillinger, I can't remember. Yeah. She she said his name. And my mom, it made my mom, it made my mom and my dad laugh. Yeah. And they were like, oh my gosh, do you say that a lot? And so then they said it kind of in a stern voice and he started crying. Oh. Like even <laughs> just hearing his name, like, and they were just joking. Yeah. He wasn't in trouble for anything. And he started to cry. He's and like, I was just uh, like, oh, like, oh no, my. I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't say that. Never. <laughs> and I told him, I'm like, he does not like getting in trouble. And he feel he thinks maybe he's in trouble for something right now. That's so, so funny. Meanwhile, oh Reese is like, I don't. Give two shits I know. if I got in trouble. It's like a man sensitive, a boy sensitivity. Seriously. Anyway. Um, so uh, I don't want to get too far into the book because we've oh, got our book club this weekend, but yeah. are you enjoying? I'm loving it. You know, um, this is um, uh, why the vanishing I, half. Vanishing half. Yeah, I was going to say the invisible half. That was it's weird. It's so, so good. But I so will good. say I, um, I have to give myself time to listen to it. So it's not a like a podcast you can start and stop and come back to. I feel like. When I get into this book, I need to be all in and have like time to 100. listen. It's, it's it's intense. It's really good writing and really good literature, so you have to be paying attention. I feel like her words are so um, so it's intentional. By Britt so, Barron, is that? Yeah, yeah, so deliberate. So they're so good. This is not like a she threw this together half fast. She's obviously an amazing oh, writer. Yeah, she got picked as one of the. She got some distinguished award. It, it's it's an amazing book, but it is. I agree with you. I was even driving listening to listening to it, and it was like on one of another one of my drives that I do all the time. So I thought this will be no problem. I had to stop it. It was yeah. too much for me to take in while I was also driving. Like, it's, isn't that wild? Yeah, it's in it. But it's I'm really good. You on it? I have a feeling, but I um, I love it, and I love the different characters and the voice. Yeah. If you listen to our last podcast, um, we interviewed Angela Engel, who has a um, publishing kind of a partner publishing house. And yeah. she was saying, which I thought was like, now I get it. She was saying she Absolutely. believes this book will go down in like literary history as one of the greatest, like the bluest eye by Toni Morrison, you know? So mm -hmm. I'm soaked on this book. It's different than it's very different. I mean, like I, like I said, like I've actually missed parts of it because I wasn't listening as carefully. I was like, wait, what, how did they like her words? They're Every not, they're not clear. Yeah. Yes. Like they're not clear in the sense of she's not saying like, and then I walk through the blue door. Like it is, she paints the picture mm -hmm. rather than being so specific about, you know, and I, mm -hmm. the imagery is amazing it in is. her words. Like, and anyway, so if you have not started yet, get on it. We're going to, um, 
we're actually going to be releasing more of our um, upcoming months just so you can have an, uh, an idea of what's coming. Yeah. But our January book is The Vanishing Half, and you've got you got to catch up. And we decided that we're going to talk um, at the end of this month. We're going to kind of do a like virtual podcast book club. So we'll kind of talk about um, the book in more detail. And um, so moving forward, if you want to, we'd love to have you jump on the every other weekly Zoom. Is that what we're doing I think now? we're going to try that. I mean, yeah. I think the idea, I think people just like to have a book that they're following along with other people. Yeah. Like, I mean, I love that. Yeah. And it keeps me... You know, whether you're busy or you're doing other things, like it just keeps me on track, right? We break up the book every month. Yeah. So get to this point by this week, get to this point by this week, and then and then the book's wrapped up by the end of the month, and it just will keep you on track. Yeah, and it brings so, up conversation with other women. Yeah, and then so we cool. can chat about it on the podcast or a different or even a separate podcast episode. And then, um, yeah, I just think – and we've got some other – Fantastic. I don't know necessarily, I said this on the last book too. I don't know how we're going to top this book. Yeah. <laughs> but we've got some other fantastic but books coming up. You guys, that's the beautiful thing about books. And I know I'm a little bit of a book nerd these days, but it's like the, each one has like a different gift. Right. And so I think it's, it's so cool to be able to jump from like green lights with Matthew McConaughey yeah. to like this to book, this. right. The yeah. Half. And so yeah, we're thinking we might dedicate a podcast to book club, which would be super yeah. cool. Maybe like a bonus podcast or something yeah. like that. We'll see. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. But so you can head to our website. and just- Yes, we'll keep all of it updated on there. Um, and yeah, that's all fun stuff. Okay, so what else? How are you feeling about the idea of the kids potentially going back to school? It's... Oh my God. It I know feels- they're working hard on it, so that's why I bring it up. I'm not just trying to like... my champagne empty again? Oh, God. Oh, well, because when we started to <laughs> <laughs> when we started to record, before we recorded, I accidentally spilled my whole glass of champagne, and Mary brought a really nice bottle. So anyway, um, <laughs> um, I I don't – it doesn't feel like it's, it's too good to believe that it's going to be true. Yeah. Like I have trouble wrapping my mind around it. Or like do you not want to get excited about it? Yeah. Because that's where I'm at. I actually just – like I'm numb to it. That's, you know, I just feel (laughs) dramatic, but I feel numb to it. I'm like, if it happens, it happens great. But I'm not letting myself feel any kind of way about it. Okay. We we actually do have our um, babysitter slash nanny. I don't know. But she's been working out really great with the girls at home. So I I feel a little less, like, urgent as far as childcare and more urgent as far as, like, them getting the social-emotional yeah, connection. I was actually. How do you feel? I was actually. Um, you're my you're my reality check. Like, is it going to okay. happen or is it not? Okay. I mean, I have an entire calendar mapped out in my head about when I'm yeah, getting when we're all getting our vaccines, <laughs> when the schools are going back in. I don't know if it's going to be true, but usually I'm right. You are. You are. Um, I really like, think the kids in are, August. You're like they're not going back to school. And I really think the kids are going to go back to school. I really think the kids are going to be back in school this spring. Okay. Like I like legit. Prep like your March. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um I'm very excited about it. Oh yeah. I mean I'm if it happened, I'd be so I excited mean, about I it. I think that they are taking so many precautions. I mean, so Caitlin and I, our kids are our kids actually go to different schools, but same school district. And um have you heard anything? Like no, 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 no. But I'm just, I'm just saying, yeah. I know that they're working really hard. It's a small school district, which helps. It's like, just two schools, schools in the school district. Yeah. And I know that they're just, I just know they're working really hard to make sure that if they get the green light, they are like, 
you know, locked and loaded, and ready for these kids. And I think that's amazing because so. I've heard parents say, I, from different school districts, mm-hmm. like not even near us, but that like their school has like no plan for reopening. Yeah. And that sucks. Yeah. No, our school, our school board I know has been meeting regularly to, um, they're, they just want to be ready. Like if they get the green light, they want to be that's ready to go. Amazing. So I love, I, you know, I love our school. You know, it's a fun fact. Um, I think people might like to hear. So Currently, Caitlin and I only live like what, like a mile away? Not even a mile away. Like a mile or less. Yeah. I think it's less than a mile. Like I think it's driving a mile, walking less than yeah. a mile because you yeah. have to like go around another street. But so, and our kids are at the same schools right now that they're at. So we're gonna now move seven houses away. Yeah. But this was a big debate in our house. Let's be real; it was a big debate in my head of like, <laughs> do we switch schools? Yeah. Or. Do we let our kids have that, like, one part that they're going to – because, okay, let me – I yeah, feel like our kids context. are basically just going to live together now. Yeah, yeah. So maybe Especially they're one – Reese and Alex are, like – Yes. They, they will FaceTime, by the way. They've been taking their Ugh. iPads and FaceTime with each other for, like, hours. And I'm like, what? And I'm not mad about it. No. And they like, color together. They, they, they literally, like, each other. they made Christmas ornaments on FaceTime the other – like, a they're couple weeks ago. Together. They're amazing together. So, like, I feel like they're literally going to – live together in yeah, a sense. Yeah. So I think we're going to keep them, keep at our kids at, a, at the school that they're at because technically it's not actually any different for us. I Walking always really want to walk like there. The we can same. still walk to school. Yeah. Um, some of the kids in Reese's class are like literally like on the street right behind it. So like oh, it makes sense. Cool. Yeah. But this was a big like, should we switch schools? What do we do? Yeah. Let's be – I mean, Chad's so sweet. Chad's like, I, I defer to you. Yeah. And so then it was the Chad inner dialogue of yeah. like – but how convenient would that be if they went to the same school I and then we know. could do pickups, pickups. and drop-offs? I know. And, I know. But I figured, you know, honestly, we could probably still do pickups and drop-offs because the schools are so, so close. close to each other. So um, I just – I feel like I feel like everything will go smoother if the kids have just, like, just their day mm-hmm. different. And, the, and then, you know, like – you know when you get, in like, little tiffs with friends at school, but then you yeah. come home and you'd be like, I don't even care because I have my neighbor to go I to. Have, you know, yeah. like I have – Yeah, it keeps – no, I agree. I think it'll yeah. just keep everything really fresh and easy. And Yeah. Plus, we have that, that weird situation with our girls that are two weeks apart in dates of birth. Right. But a different grade. Yeah, Reese is a year, a year younger in school. Yep. So younger. the whole September one cutoff in or September second cutoff yeah. actually in California. So Reese is a September eighteenth birthday. Yeah. Alex is in August twenty fourth. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah August twenty yeah. fourth. So they're literally, I mean, they're just weeks apart, but um, they're a whole grade year. I know, and I think that could be hard for them. Yeah, you know, like I'm a first grader, you're a kindergartner. That's yeah, like who would want to hang out with a kindergartner when you're a first same, grader? But Alex would give two shits. Yeah, Alex. But I know what you're saying. So anyway, yeah. Um, that was I like know. a whole we're tangent of school walk, thing. We're but so walking in different directions in the morning, I know. but like the same distance. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're very excited to get back to I school. I mean, it's like a dream. If that happened, I just feel my girls, I've talked to them about it and they're like good with wearing masks. They don't care. They're just they just want to get back. They want to be back in school. They want to see friends. They want to meet their teacher in person. You know, yeah. They've been out of school all year long. Well, I think what a tease for Kate, I mean, for Caitlin, for um, Mia, who had already had a full year there, or not even a full year, three quarters of a year. Yeah, three quarters. So, kind of knowing like what that was like, Mm -hmm. and then to not 
be there. I get that. I mean, yeah. Reese had been in preschool, so she knew what going to school was like. But, you know, kindergarten's a whole nother level. Whole and you get really get, thing. like, the full, um, you know, embrace of what school is. Yeah, so it's the foundation. I, I really believe the foundation of your whole educational experience. Like, are you, you know, how you feel about schooling. Not yeah. to say it's not going to change a little bit, but... So I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm hopeful for it. And I'm, yeah. I mean, I don't know what parent isn't at this point. Like, get- well, I do know there's, but there are also parents and I get this too, who are a little fearful. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it's like a zero to 60. Yeah. This there, there's no way really to ramp up. Right. Like yeah. you, you're like one day you're in your homeschooling basically the entire year. And then the next day you're going to public school. Like right. that's, it's really different. I know it's a lot. Yeah. And Yeah. I mean, I think that the statistics tell us that the chances of um, the kids getting it are pretty low. I'm not saying it's non-existent, but they're very low. So I feel good about that. Although I will say I, what I don't want is them to go back and then get taken out again. And then I know. That just would suck. But I feel like if they wait long enough and just even if they're able to wrap up the school year in person, that would just be amazing. I know. So I know there are a lot of schools that are putting in for the waiver mm-hmm. to get them back in. And but are, I, but is I, our school doing that? Do they need a waiver? Or no, we're it? not. We don't even qualify for the waiver because our numbers. So it has to be for a certain period of time, and oh. our numbers weren't right because our our case per rate okay. was still too high. Yeah, but there are a lot of schools in California who are able to apply for these waivers now. So that's exciting for them. And yet, I feel like a lot of the parents that I'm seeing or that I'm hearing friends of mine who are like. So then is my kid just going to be like the guinea pig? Mm-hmm. I, that doesn't necessarily feel good either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I, I also get. Yeah. Right? No, I know. And so I think we need some leadership to come in yeah. and say, here's what we think this is going to look like. Here's the stats. Here's the research. We need some We need some leadership here and some yeah. guidance. Yeah. And not dividedness, which is what's been going on. So, so but I still do think that the kids will be back in. Yeah. I, I, I think you. that they will finish the year out in school. I don't know exactly when they'll get in. I'm guessing like a little like late March, early April-ish. Uh-huh. But like uh-huh. latest, like late April. But I think they're going to finish out the school year together. Yeah, that would be so amazing. And I think just for the morale, that would be so yeah, amazing. like, hey, guys, we did this whole year on Zoom, and now we get to actually see each other. Like, that would yeah. be so cool. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I'm, I'm What do you think about summer vacations? Like, do you think that people are going to be What do you mean? Where able... am I going to go? <laughs> yeah. I'll go everywhere. I know. But do you think it's going to be able... Like, do you think enough people will be vaccinated well, by I June? I mean, I'm planning to take your vaccine, so I'll be ready to go. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, but um, yes, I do believe that for the most part, I think if you are a United States citizen who is who is wanting a vaccine, I, w- I think you will have it before the summer hits. Yeah. Genuinely. Yeah. So... I have no problem traveling. Mary's I'm planning it. I'm planning to travel well before then, but yes, yeah. I have no problem traveling. Yeah. Okay. Listen, we know what to do now to be more yeah. cautious. We know how to be, you know, what mom didn't already kind of have like a backup plan, but who doesn't now yeah. have hand sanitizer in their bag? Everywhere. And and we'll yes. all have masks if we need them. And we'll, you know, like we're we're ready. We were watching Below Deck Mediterranean. That's like the oh, one gosh. show that Tony and I watched together that's reality show. I know. It's like he's going to get so much shit for saying, but he loves it. And we watched it together. Anyway, it was this last season started at the beginning of COVID. So before anybody really knew what was going on. Mm. And this one of the um, ca- uh, cast members or one of the like workers on the boat gets, um, she gets sick. She starts getting a fever and a cough. And it's like, 
so crazy to uh mary sharing her champagne with you thank you love <laughs> um it's so crazy to see how they're dealing with it they're like in her face like oh feel better oh and i'm like everybody she's got coronavirus stay away like, seriously but they didn't know what it was yet nobody's oh, wearing oh. masks yes all these pre-recorded shows yes and nobody's wearing masks, and they're like, "What's this thing?" That we didn't. We weren't doing masks in March. We didn't know that. Yeah. And I'm like, and they didn't even quarantine her. And now I'm thinking, everybody on this little boat is this yacht is going to get sick. And and I was just it. Anyways, the point is, how much has changed mm. from March to now? That it's like so, when I see people without, crazy. somebody without a mask, my first thought is like, "Ugh, virus!" Like it's totally. not like anything else besides you're a potential infection for me and my family. Mm-hmm. How weird, just let's pause on that for a minute. Like that's a totally different dynamic that we have now. It is seeing other people, other humans as threats. Yeah. I, mean, I, I beyond, don't even beyond uh, violent threats. Like, yeah. Like yeah. You're, you're basically just simply, virus. just simply yeah. walking near me. Yeah. Okay. So, um, this was like a quick topic to, um, come right off of what you were just saying. Yeah. My dad and I were talking about how, so my dad goes to, my dad is a devout Catholic, mm-hmm. goes to church every single day, every single day, mm-hmm. and and has for years. And we also go to church, but... Wait, hold on. Did you say every day? Every That's day. Every day. Oh and so it depends on Let's his work see. day. Like he's either... Like, I think there's a 7 o'clock, 7 a.m. mass, but usually he's up and out early, and so he goes to the 5 p.m. mass. Mm-hmm. But he bases – anyway. So – and now I'm going to be really honest with you. We also go to church, but coronavirus, and so – Yeah. I, I'm – I you guys, I posted that I'm cold in my house. I'm not – I'm certainly not going to go sit outside. Right. We're like – we're not even – it's just a bizarre – it's yeah. just a bizarre time. Anyway. Yeah. So I was saying to my dad this weekend, hey, isn't it weird? You have not gotten a cold – this entire fall winter season. And he was like, I, yeah, I, I don't even, I'm, I'm kind of, it's, it's mind boggling. Mm-hmm. And I said, do you think it could be because you're not shaking a random person's hand every day? Yeah. Or when I say Kissing, one, like, or like the, yes, I'm like, not, the, ki- like yeah. the, the, the kiss of peace or right. the, you know, the, um, or whatever. Yeah. And he shakes everyone's hand. Well, yeah. pre COVID he shook everyone's hand. And my dad's Mr. Like, I never get sick. And then, you know, and then you like go to his house. Like, this is pre-COVID. Yeah. The previous years. And you're like, you have a horrible cold. Like, I'm, I'm not sick. I'm not sick. It's fine. Yeah. I'm not yeah. sick. Yeah. So I was saying, I'm like, isn't it wild to think like you have not gotten a cold this yeah. season? He's like, yeah, I think, I think it actually might be church. Like, I think yeah. I might've been getting. How, how Cause, weird. Because there's no other kids, time during his. Our kids aren't getting sick. And our kids aren't getting sick. Like, and I'm not saying, I know that there's actually benefits to. Getting sick. Getting sick, but. It's okay if one season they don't, they miss it's it. Really it's really weird. okay. I mean, it's, but it's weird. But I was that. even yeah. thinking like, this is where, because I can't ever help but think future. Yeah. Like if you think long-term about elderly and how, and how just death works, and I'm not talking about COVID death. I'm just thinking like, right, you get older, you get a cold, then you get a or pneumonia, the then you get yeah. the flu and you get, and you're, and you're sick and it kind of takes you down and you never, you never come out of it. What is going to happen if we don't have those colds and flus like we I did? Know. I mean, yeah. And I'm not I'm not sitting here saying like no, how are people going to die, but think about the the mortality rate we might uh, have. Just the flu just, and pneumonia. Like just yeah. getting a common cold when you're older can be very deadly, yeah. if you will, pre-COVID, but now yeah. and I'm not saying that it's it couldn't be deadly, but 
your chance of getting flu is a lot less yeah. if you're now not touching people, not having that same contact with people. I so think it true. could get really interesting. It, really interesting. And then, like, I've heard people say they're still planning on wearing masks in grocery yeah. stores. Well, was this you and your mom? My mom and I were – my mom was like, I think I'm going to keep wearing I mean, the mask. I, she's like, it's – I'm good I'll with it. I'll wear it in the grocery store, no problem. <laughs> I won't wear – I don't want to wear it when I'm seeing friends or hanging out with family. But if I'm going to go into, a, like, Disneyland, I wouldn't mind – Wearing a mask. It's so funny. I'm so okay. I have a problem with it. I'm so I'm so okay. Let me say this. I'm so anti-mask, but of course I wear the mask. Pro mask. I mean, I'm pro mask, but I'm like I'm. It makes me so bummed that I have to put a mask on. I'd rather just stay home. I know. I'm absolutely. I never go outside of my home into a public space without a mask. Right. But I'd rather not wear a mask. It doesn't bother me. So I'm like, me that I'd much. rather just like wait till everything's cool and then not wear a mask. I actually, yeah, I hear you. Because I just like, I, there's so many things. Here's my biggest thing. I think it's like then I, I feel like I don't have to talk to people as much when I have a mask on, and I'm like, <laughs> I just have to talk for a living. Much How about this? I should time. I should text Danielle, my Botox girl, because I feel like when I'm seeing people like at the grocery store, they can see no expression on me yeah. because all they're seeing is my forehead, which is good. Which is good. Like it's they not can't moving. see my smile. <laughs> Shout out to Danielle. They can't see my smile. And so it's just, it I feels know. cold. Yeah. It, it, I hear you. Yeah. And I I'm only, I'm, I only say anti-mask in the sense of like, I just want to see other people's expressions yeah. again. Yeah, no, that's true. But and I feel like people are just going to stand a little farther apart now. That's the that psychology of it all, yeah. I think, right? Like the or sociology mm-hmm. would be a better way to say it. Like yeah. how people relate to each other is really going to be different for quite a while. I don't think it'll last forever. Me neither. But I think like I think my prediction is like two to five years. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I just yeah. that, but it sounds right. I I, I yeah. agree with that. I mean, I think that yeah, and so. You know, and then I think about how that affects our kids and how they move forward in the world. Like, I mean, I don't Jack want my kids little, to touch anybody. I know, but like, it's so sad because Jack <laughs> no, said I'm to kidding. me the other day, he's like, I said, he was talking about a little boy he was fighting with in preschool. He's like, we got, he's like, he pushed me and blah, blah. And I was like, you know, what'd you, what'd you do back? And did you use your words? And he's like, no, I didn't use my words. And I'm like, why? And he's like, because the virus is coming. And I was like, what? <laughs> what does that even mean? One and two. I, so then I was like. Okay, the fact that a two and a half year old, almost three year old, knows the virus. What about the virus? But what he meant was because he had his mask on and he couldn't use his words. Oh, how? I mean, he could use his words, but it was an excuse. But how weird is that? Yeah, like just to think that that's what they're experiencing right now. Yeah, our kids are so resilient, though. I have to give a sh- a shout out to a kids book though, real quick. Oh, right? about, please. About um about wearing masks about COVID and it's um just like getting through it and being resilient. Oh, do for share. Kids. It's called Good Things Are Happening Too, and it's by a local author and I don't know her name. You can um check it out on Amazon. It's called Good Things Are Happening Too, and this is really cool. So in my process of writing a book, I'm dealing with. Um, some financial stuff. So I'm dealing with a local bank here and I met somebody who, who's like, it's like her best friend. She's like, this is really great book that my friend wrote and she's self published and she put it on Amazon. Did you find it? I just found it. It's, um, it is the one auto conquers the pandemic blues. Okay. Um, so it is by Becky Madsen. Yeah, and it's called Good Things Are Happening Too, and I can vouch for it because I just read it with my girls. Oh, and I love it. I'm going to order it right yeah, now. Yeah, I was going to tell you about it. it. Everyone should order one. She's a local author to, you know, somewhere near in Northern California, and she just, it's it helps, their, like, 
kids validate what they're feeling, what's going on, and then also um, see the good too, or yeah. see um, that this isn't going to last forever. So yeah. um, trying to keep that perspective and all this craziness. I know. I know. Listen, this is, we're, we're going on a year. I know. We're going on a year. That's and crazy. you know, we didn't think it was going to go here. Two weeks. We didn't think it was going to, I mean, we, I think I thought it was going to go beyond two weeks, but I didn't really, I don't, I didn't think almost Certainly didn't think a year. Yeah. We certainly didn't think a year. No. Let's be real. Like we really thought we'd have this kind of under control yeah. within the year's time. And I do think, I think all of us have been able to recognize some of the good things that have come out of it yes. too. Yeah. Our family has certainly slowed down a little bit. We spend more time together. I am keeping to my um, I won't call it a New Year's resolution, but our little, like, I want to try harder in this area of, like, playing with my kids more. Yes. And, and I don't and, know if... And moving. I'm trying to move my body for 30 minutes yeah, a day. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, that makes me feel good. But the playing with my kids thing is more like a, I need to do this for the mm-hmm. for the health of our relationship. Relationship. Like, yeah. Special time. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, moving my body, even though, even though it's hard to motivate sometimes, it is, like... I, I can't wait because I'm like, yeah. I need some me time. Yeah. And so I'm going to go for a long walk or run or ride or whatever I'm mm-hmm. going to do. But mm-hmm. um, but I do think we can all agree that there are some good things that have come out of this yeah. that I think we all needed yeah. really desperately, actually. And I think it's mostly the slowdown. It's really. mostly the slowdown. Um, but wait, maybe we should dive into our favorite things. <laughs> Before yeah. we wrap up, I know we didn't we didn't even talk about it before we recorded, so oh, this will be yeah okay. What, I'm so curious to hear I know, what you're well, about maybe to say. I want to ask you what what are you some shows me. you're watching? Right okay, because you always have really good shows. I'm the TV person, so I will tell you. Um, I obviously need to check in with Gabby. I know. I have not. I need to check. I forgot to check in with her I today. Know. I usually always check in with her but before we do the podcast. <laughs> so I will check in with her and get her new because she's she is my show guru. Yeah. Um, but maybe we um, should have her on the podcast. We need to have okay. Gabby. We need to have Gabby mm-hmm. on. Um, so I'm still obsessed because it comes out weekly. I'm still obsessed with your honor. Oh yeah, we have we have two episodes I think to watch. You I'm guys, so the study of um, what a, a parent will do, the depths that a parent will go to. I know to help their child. And honestly, like I don't even know. I'm so. Um, I'm so curious. I don't even know what I would do in this situation. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to think that I wouldn't do what he would do, but, like, some of me is I like, no, would I? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. And he's a freaking judge, so I feel like he's, like, already a whole, so many levels above me in, like, judgment calls that I'm just like, wow, if he would go there. What I know he's we a character. Do? Yeah. Yeah. Where would we go with it? Anyway, so yeah. we're caught up. Yeah. Chad, it's the only show I'm not allowed to watch without Chad. Yeah. He's obsessed with it. Yeah. Um, and we don't even know. It's like also one of the only shows they've not released how many episodes there are, which drives me nuts. Because as know. a planner, I need to like part two. Yeah, like, it's like I the need undoing. To, yes, like I need. Do I have three episodes left? Do I have twelve? Like oh, where gosh, am I? <laughs> I need to map this out. This does not make me feel comfortable. Um. So anyway, so Your Honor is still at the top of my list. Although okay. I've, I'm. I am just loving a good Real Housewives of Orange County right oh, now. I haven't watched that in so long. They are just they're they're going through COVID right now. Yeah, what are they they're doing? They're just like a train wreck. <laughs> they are. I mean, um, uh, Bronwyn, how does a white privileged girl deal with Bronwyn, COVID? Yeah, Bron. I know, and they they they've all said, admittedly, they're like, listen, we live in Southern California. We all have pools in our and in oceans our, like, in our it's, backyard. It's yeah. actually the not ocean, affecting not us in yeah. such a negative way as yeah. far as like being 
restricted to your home because that was kind of the time frame that they were all recording. Right. But like Bronwyn is in, you know, <laughs> going through this. I'm not, I don't mean to laugh because I know it's her real life, but like it's also just like, girl, I don't know if you could if you could actually welcome more chaos into your life. Oh my like she's gosh. one of those. I don't even know who I stopped watching before Bronwyn came on. Oh so God. Oh really yeah. Bronwyn. She yeah. just renewed her vows, her twenty year anniversary, and then I think she just decided she wasn't into guys anymore. So I'm into the <sighs> I'm into the category or the topic because that blows my mind. Yeah. Like to spend twenty years with somebody and then just go, I think I'm just gonna switch genders. Yeah. Like what? Switch genders that she's attracted sexually to. attracted yeah. to. Yeah. Um, no, it's, that's and she's just strange. she's annoyed with her well, husband. Was she she's, like she has totally they have seven children she together. Repressing it the whole time. But no, she was repressing it the whole time yeah. for sure. But it, yeah, that's insane, girl. Like, I mean, more like, power to her. But I don't know the storyline. I mean, line. yes, but you know, so she, you know, yeah, she's just, she's got a, she's got a complicated past, but also not like not that complicated like she just got married young she kind of wanted she had this idyllic yeah. uh, view of what her life was going to be and so she followed that instead of seven following children. who she was she's wow. got seven children wow wow um and she just kind of hid from where you know like yeah. her truth the entire time yeah. and so while i can appreciate she's coming clean with her truth it's a little too like a little too late Maybe. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's another. I can't even believe we're talking about Real Housewives right now. But there's another char- character. There's another real person. Yeah, Elizabeth. But like these she's, are half real. We realize. But that, right? okay. But Elizabeth yeah. is new to the series this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, this season. And she was actually originally raised in a cult, like Ooh. a like a legit cult who, yeah. that like got shut down by the FBI. But we only learned this on this episode. This oh. most recent episode. She has not ever been able to like let that rise to the surface, wow. and it came out. Wow. Um, and I, I've just been kind of like I'm in awe of her because she That's so traumatic. Yeah. She decided on the flip side to like she was raised in kind of in, I mean raised in a cult, but also raised by kind of like by poor parents mm-hmm. because I think in a cult you're not allowed to actually have your own things. Right. Like in you get some, yeah. Right. Yeah. So she never had anything. So she and she's a really. Um, I think she's a really attractive, smart woman. And so she went out and decided to change her life. Never wanted to tell anybody what happened in her past. Mm-hmm. Found this like uber wealthy older guy. Married him. I don't think the love was necessarily totally there. And then when they split, she kind of had to face the reality of her life. Like why was that? Why was money what she was going mm-hmm. for? And why was, and she's like, and that's what Did she, she talk saying. about this stuff? Yes. It's so real. Yes. Yeah. It's really, it's the really, real it's really amazing real. that she's being so real about her situation. Yeah. Oh, okay. I might have to watch that. So anyway, real, that's Real Housewives of Orange County. And, and then I, I will say, although I'm, I'm like three episodes behind, but the Real Housewives of um, Utah, your Salt Lake City. Yeah. yeah. Where all the like Mormons are pretending like they don't drink, but then they like just rage every oh, night. It's my God. so entertaining. I have, I that's know. that's my like mindless show. Whereas <laughs> some of the other ones, I'm like, you guys are like really interesting people. I want to hear yeah. about your lives. Yeah. But the Salt Lake City girls, I'm just like, oh, Ooh, girls. I, I know. I'm like, I still haven't watched that one either. Um, what am I even watching? What? Yeah. What are your favorite things going on right now? Well, we're not. We're watching Your Honor. Okay. Um, and we watch Below Deck together. Okay. Just because it's kind of just like easy, mindless TV. Yep. Um, and then we, what did we watch? Oh, um, 
I want to watch a new show on Showtime. You'll have to check with Gabby and see if it's any good because Tony's not interested. It's called, I think it's called Couples Therapy. So it's like a Showtime oh. on like a Couples Therapy. It's, it's, I'm already into it. It looks so good. And so I want to watch that. Is it that. real? Is uh, it? It looks real. <laughs> yeah, I think it's real. I think it's like a docu-series. But like um, it looks really good. And then we watch Shameless sometimes. I don't know. I feel like we're in a funk with you. But Netflix, Shameless? Like so over. There's nothing on Netflix right now. Okay, so did you hear Netflix is now going to release? I may, I may be misspeaking, but I think they're releasing a new a Netflix only or, or like Netflix produced yeah. movie every week for the rest of the year. Oh, good. They because they're really that. trying to like step up their game. Because of COVID. It's just like we need more yeah. entertainment at home yeah. people. I want to say it's every week. I am still watching Queen's Gambit. I do like that a lot. I just have to like take my time on it. It's really I good. did too. Yeah. I did too. I think it's um I think it's a long-term good show. Yeah. But like it, it's not one of those ones necessarily you're just like, I need to watch the no. next one right yeah. now. You yeah. Take but a it's, a, it's a good, um, it's another good study of people. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What else? Any other favorite things before we wrap up? I'm trying to think. I, I mean, do you want to talk about all the, the Disney that I'm watching? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't watched Soul yet. I've heard that's a good one. Oh, we haven't either. And I really. Oh, and I. Okay. I know I'm so late to the game on this, so I'm embarrassed to say it. But um, my brother actually told me about Inside Out. Oh yeah, that's a really good one. I know, just about like understanding emotions and everything. Have you watched this? And you don't mm-hmm. talk about this all the time. <laughs> but I watched it a lot when my kids were quite ago. ready for it. I want to rewatch it with them. But I mean, regardless of your children, yeah. like Reese yeah. was falling asleep, and so I, I started, and I haven't finished it. And honestly, it was like yeah. heavy. It's it's really heavy. It's intense. Yeah. So a Disney movie like Inside Out, and the idea is that your um your inside emotions mm-hmm. can you know kind of coming out and how they play in the right they all world. have characters right? they, yeah mm-hmm. so everything that you feel if you feel sadness if you feel joy if you feel fear like they're all things yeah that need to come out in, in different aspects i yeah. thought it was so interesting and i haven't even finished it's it yet it's really powerful really they powerful they should do a whole inside out area in disneyland that would be really cool oh yeah i think they will eventually yeah because i think that even right now in the midst of covid or especially right now i think that's gaining even more like traction because mm-hmm. people are like how do I help my kids understand their emotions? And how do I understand my emotions and feelings? Right. Amen. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's our favorite things. Yeah. <laughs> our favorite things. I know not much new because I feel like I'm just recycling all my favorite things. Still well, I got my favorite Sauv Blanc, our favorite champagne, which yeah. is the Gloria. Um, what is it called? Mary? The, well, oh, it's like, a Blanc de Noir. Yeah. So good. For this, we did the split bottles today. So, in case you're wondering, and you can only get the splits at the actual winery. So, yes. you can't get those at the store. Um, and yeah, and then aside from that, we've just got a lot going on with becoming neighbors. I know it's so exciting. So, Mary, I'm is going to be sharing. Like, I can't wait for you to show us what the inside of your house looks like before you guys do all the stuff. Okay. Yes, you guys. So we so we are moving into a. Um, not by any means like a like needs to be a full gut job, but of course, well, it's, guess what it's I'm outdated, turning it into? It's right? outdated, yeah. and so I'm just gonna take you all along on the journey, and I can't wait. Yeah, do a lot of design stuff, and it'll be fun. Yeah, cool. I'm pumped. All right, ladies. Well, we'll be with you next week. We can't wait to see what's happening in the crazy world between now and then. I mean, next week is inauguration week. Oh, yeah. We will actually record right after the inauguration. Woo! Okay, so, yes. See you all. Talk to you all soon. Cheers. 
Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at heybabe.mk so we can keep the conversations from this podcast going, give you a preview of our imperfect and very real lives. Did we mention we have six kids, six and under between us? And be the first to find out about our fun events and offerings.